You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Amen. Man, I love church. Isn't that a blessing? What a song. Thank God for the cross. Think back to the day when you got saved by the grace of God. And I praise the Lord for that. It was 24 years ago last month for me, July 17th, 1994. And I grew up in a deaf home again, as I mentioned. And, and uh, unfortunately in America, there's not a whole lot of deaf ministries. As it stands right now in America, or worldwide, the deaf are the third most unreached people group on the planet. In America, they're the number one most unreached people group. And uh, we got to do something about that, amen. I was thrilled. I do my homework. I do some research. And I got on your website and looked at uh, a lot of the things you have going on. I was thrilled to see on your website you say ASL interpreter provided. Most people don't know what that means, but I know what that means. That means you have an interest in deaf people, so thank you so much for that. I see you have many different uh, ministries here, Spanish ministry. Someone speak Spanish here today. Let me speak Spanish. Gloria a Dios, Jesucristo, en mi corazón. Yo deseo quiero predicar en español algún día. I said, I'm glad Jesus is in my heart. I want to preach in Spanish someday. And then I've been to the Philippines. I know we have some Filipinos here, right? Uh, I've been to uh, Negros Occidental. We started a church over there. Had a great time. They spoke Ilongo there. They call me the Deco Americano Tumbalino, the American that likes to flip. So the big American. And I did eat balut. I did eat balut. That changed my life. That was a blessing. And uh, so praise the Lord for that. And I'm saying all that to make a point because uh, there's different cultures, different languages here today, but the same cross, amen? And the same blood of Jesus Christ saves all of us. And so I'll say more maybe this evening. I know we're on a time crunch and I don't want to be real long. Plus, when you schedule a big boy before lunch, he won't preach very long anyway, amen? <laughs> so let's take our Bibles and turn to John chapter 7. While you're turning, let me thank Pastor Treber. Many of you are not aware of this, but... Uh, maybe some of you are, but nationally, your pastor is very well known and very loved. There's many, many people all over this country that have great admiration and respect for your pastor. I was a 20-year-old Bible college student, maybe. I'd just gotten saved. Didn't know I was about to start pastoring at 22 years old. I'd only been saved less than four years when I became a pastor. But your pastor preached at a conference that I was in the Chicagoland area. And I shook his hand as he walked by and said, thank you for the message. I still remember the illustrations he gave. I still remember the message he preached. And he changed my life that day. God used your pastor. And to stand in his pulpit is such an honor for me. For someone to be at this so long, I was looking back there. He started this church in 1975. I was born in 1975. I'm 42. I'll be 43 on the same day as your pastor. We both have the same birthday, Brother Treber, August 28th. We're going to have to do something about that. Let me get together every year and, and eat and have fun or something. I don't know, but... Baptist preachers like to eat. You can tell I, I like to eat, amen. But, uh, but I thank God for your pastor and this church and the example. And many, many, many great young people have come from the college here that are friends of mine all over the country. I've spent many hours this summer alone with many of your graduates. Um, I'm, I can start naming names, and many of you are aware of them, that, that, that God is using all over the country. And they bring their teenagers to camps and conferences that I preach at. And they're doing a great job. I'm telling you, they're doing a great job. And you are making a difference all across the country. This isn't just a local ministry. You guys have a national and international ministry, and I praise God for that. And then Brother Russ, what a blessing he is, amen? You guys got a good one there. I'm excited about what God is doing in his life. 
and him and his wife, I knew them both when they were single. I've known Brother Russ since he was a teenager, and to see him serving God now, I'm just thrilled at what's going on here. And it's an honor to be here, my wife and me and my daughters. Thank the Lord for that. Our two youngest ones are back home. We have a 13-year-old boy and a 10-year-old daughter. All of them are fluent in sign language. And then this is my two older girls over here, Briella. She's 19, and my daughter, Rana, 16. And my wife, Janelle, over there. We praise the Lord for that. And my mother-in-law is watching online right now. Mom, you need preaching, amen? And uh, so... She's in Pennsylvania, so three hours ahead of us, and she is sacrificing her nap to watch preaching. That's a spiritual, spiritual lady right there, man. So God is good. And if Bible Baptist Church members are watching too, I love you and thank God for you. All right, John chapter 7. John chapter 7. We'll get right into the message for today. Thank you again, preacher. Looking forward to the great week. And I love teenagers. I've been around teenagers all summer. Uh, since the second week of May, I've only slept in my, my own bed on a Monday night two or three times. So I've been in camps and conferences all summer long, and I love teenagers because they're crazy, amen? And I'm the biggest teenager, teenager you'll meet. I'm looking forward to being around this week and uh, preaching with them and spending time with them, and I know it'll be great. If you don't mind, if you stand and uh, real quickly look at John chapter 7, look at your neighbor and say, I'm glad you're here. Look at your other neighbor and say, I'm glad you're here. And look at your neighbor and say, I'm glad. I don't look like you, amen? All right, John chapter 7. All right, don't say that to your wives, husbands. Wives, you can definitely say that to your husbands. All right, John chapter 7. Let's begin reading in verse number 37. Are y'all going to be able to handle this bilingual? Isn't that amazing? The only, only languages in the world you can speak in, and at the same time with two languages when you do sign language. Amen. I love it. I'm a little biased, but sign language is the best language in the world. Think about it. You can talk with your mouth full. <laughs> you, can, you can talk underwater. We don't have to talk behind your back right now. I can tie into my wife and make fun of you. You won't even know I'm talking about you. And... Uh, and if you know sign language, I'll just speed up a little bit, and you won't get it, because I can sign real fast. You'll see that in a second. And uh, so praise the Lord for that. Good to have a deaf man here, too. Praise the Lord for that. All right, John chapter 7, verse 37. The Bible says this, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried. I like a preacher that's passionate, amen, and Jesus was that. Saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers. But this spake he of the Spirit which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Many of the people, therefore, when they heard the saying, said of a truth, this is the prophet. Others said, this is the Christ. But some said, shall Christ come out of Galilee? Hath not the scripture said that Christ come of the seed of David and out of the town of Bethlehem where David was? So there was a division among the people because of him, and some of them would have taken him, but no man laid hands on him. Now look at this, verse 45 and verse 46. Then came the officers to the chief priests and Pharisees, and they said unto them, Why have you not brought him? Verse 46 is our text verse. The officers answered, Never man spake like this man. I want to preach down the simple thought of what language did Jesus speak? What language did Jesus speak? Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to stand in your pulpit. Lord, I thank you for Pastor Treber and, and the example he's He's established for so many in America, thousands of us, including myself, Lord. Thank you for him and his wife and his family. I pray that you bless this week of camp. Thank you for Brother Russ and his family. I pray that you do something great. But most of all today, Lord, if somebody in this building or online does not know you as a personal Savior, may today be the day they get saved. The value of one is acquired just saying, bless the Lord. May they get saved in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. I love languages. I love languages. You've heard it said before. If you know three languages, what are you? Help me now. If you know three languages, you're a what? Trilingual. If you know two languages, you're a what? But if you know one language, you're a what? An American, right? So, 
I love knowing languages. I know three. I claim three. I know sign language. Uh, English, I'm pretty decent at it. It took me 13 years of school, and I still struggle with English. I know half of Spanish and half of woman. And so I've been married for 21 years. I have three daughters, but I'm still struggling with woman. How many of you just know I'm talking? Anyway, let's move on so I don't want to get mad. But I love language, and I think we take it for granted. In fact, think about this. We are able to communicate with people we love because of the gift of language. Language is a beautiful thing. My mom and dad are deaf. They've never heard or spoken a language, but thank God because of hands and because somebody had the ingenuity to start a language where you could take your hands and your body language and facial expressions and communicate. My mom and dad and me and my sister can sit down over a meal and have a wonderful time fellowshipping and communicating and talking about everything that you talk about. Some of you Filipinos have a, has a native dialect and you speak in, and of course we have the Spanish ministry and others, and I know when you come to places like California, there's many different cultures and different languages here. I was recently preaching in New York City, and there's over 800 languages spoken in that city. I recently preached in Chicago. Over 600 different languages are spoken in Chicago. It's just amazing how language is a beautiful thing, and people often debate what language Jesus spoke in his time. Of course, uh, Aramaic is usually what's said. Of course, we know Hebrew is a big part of that. And I want to submit to you a different idea today. Because I believe that Jesus preached in the known language of his day. And that was, of course, expected or they wouldn't be able to understand what he was saying. But the Bible says here, the reason they did not arrest him is because the people said, never a man spake like this man. Now, wait a minute. He was speaking the same language as the Pharisees. He was quoting the same Old Testament as the Pharisees. But this is what I believe the language Jesus spoke today. He spoke heart language. You see, most languages, really actually all languages, are a mental thing. I'm speaking in English right now and you are receiving it in your ears. It's processing in your mind so you're able to understand what I'm saying. And of course we understand that preaching is a unique uh, a capability where God speaks to the heart of man. We'll get to that in just a second. But, but most languages are a mental thing. And watch, this is interesting. I believe this with all my heart that God and the devil go opposite directions. Can I get an amen? That God and the devil hate each other. And by the way, I hate the devil today. Can I get an amen right there? I said, I hate the devil. I said, I hate the devil. If God goes right, the devil goes left. If God goes up, the devil goes down. Now watch this. I believe this, that the devil loves to work on the mind of a man to corrupt the heart so he goes this direction. God likes to work on the heart of man to purify the mind so they go opposite directions. So what made Jesus different today is this. It's not the language that he spoke mentally. It's the language that he spoke from his heart. You see, today when Jesus spoke, he didn't speak from here to the mind. He spoke from here to the heart. And that's what made Jesus so exceptional. And that's what makes Bible preaching so unique. You see, I grew up in churches where man stood up and spoke from his mind. And I received it from my mind. And I would have died and went to hell by this much of a distance. I mean, I was sprinkled as a baby. I was baptized three times growing up. I was confused about religion. You see, religion was a mental thing to me. But thank God, one day I went into an old-time church where somebody preached the Bible and preached the blood of Jesus Christ. And I didn't hear it up here. I heard it here. And I got saved, hallelujah. Well, when somebody preaches from the heart, it makes a difference. May I say to you today, we husbands, we fathers, we need to have more heart language in our home. We wives, we mothers, we need to have more heart language in our home. 
Preachers in America need to speak more heart language. And by the way, heart language sometimes demands that we tell the hard truths, but have the beautiful gift of love, mercy and truth, the beautiful uh, balance of mercy and truth. And thank God today that you and I have the ability with the blessed Holy Spirit of God's help to speak and preach and work on a bus route and teach Sunday school and sing in the choir or teach in a college or go to our workplace and show this world that there is such thing as heart language. Hallelujah. <laughs> Old Testament law was mental language. Old Testament law was thou shalt not and thou shalt. Old Testament law was eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. All of it was mental, 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 mental. But Jesus showed up and Jesus pulled back his heart and he showed the world his heart and he made a difference in the lives of scores of people, even Samaritans, half-breeds, people that were rejected, people that people didn't care about, little children and multitudes and sick people. Why? Because Jesus spoke heart language today. Let me give you a couple things Jesus spoke today. Number one, he spoke heart language. I won't spend a lot of time on that. I just mentioned that. But in John chapter 3, verse 16, for God so loved the world. That's heart language, amen. You can't debate that. Thank God for John 3, 16. And by the way, the most famous verse ever written in the Bible, it still gets Googled all the time by, by people. It's a beautiful verse. It was only spoken to one man. We think sometimes he said it to masses of people, but he spoke it to one man in the middle of the night. John 3, 16. He spoke heart language. John 7, verse 46. Never man spake like this man. He spoke heart language. Number two, I want you to notice this one real quickly. He spoke helpful language. Amen. Boy, I like that one. When Jesus spoke, he spoke to help people. You see, we live in a generation now where people love to tear people down. Politically, it's constantly this side shooting to this side and this side shooting to this side. And, and they're just destroyers. And I love this phrase I heard before. To be little, you have to be little. There's a lot of truth to that. We live in a generation where people hate each other over the color of their skin and they're negative and there's so much negativity in this world. Can I tell you something? Jesus spoke helpful language today. Take with me a quick journey. John chapter 3, Jesus meets a well-known man in the middle of the night. John chapter 4, he meets a woman at the well. John chapter 6, he, meet, he helps a young lad feed the multitudes. John chapter 8, he helps a woman caught in the act of adultery. John chapter 9, he helps a blind man. Why? Because Jesus spoke helpful language. I love the sign for help. Somebody's falling, but somebody lifts him up. Help. Hey, let's do a sign of his class. Come on real quickly. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Help. Isn't that awesome? Help. Help me. I've fallen. Amen. Help. What a beautiful sign. Help. Jesus spoke heart language and Jesus spoke helpful language today. Number three, Jesus spoke healing language. He spoke healing language today. John three. Am I allowed to come down here? Okay. John chapter three, verse 16. Just want to make sure. John chapter 3, verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, watch this now, that whosoever believed him should not perish, but have everlasting life. See, I was supposed to perish. I have a bad disease, a disease called sin. And in this good-sized crowd, it would be dangerous for me to assume that everybody's saved. If you're not sure you're saved today, you need Jesus. Because this disease called sin is going to take you to a devil's hell where we'll burn forever. And for 18 years, I was lied to in churches. I was told I'd be okay because I was a good person because I got baptized. I was sprinkled as a baby. All those things met the bar. I'm going to be okay. But you know what? I had it up here, but not right here. But thank God, I heard a preacher preach healing language in John 3, 16. I still love that verse. For God, watch this now. God so loved. Watch the sign for so loved. What does so love mean? It means it's immeasurable. 
One simple two-letter word, one syllable, so. So loved. The only reason I have to stop the sign is I'm physically limited. If I could continue, it would never stop. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. <coughs> Praise God, he spoke healing language. I was on my way to hell. I was cursed by sin. I deserved to go to hell. I was separated from God, but God loved me. He came to Calvary. He shed his blood for me. He saved my soul. I'm never going to touch hell. I'm going to heaven someday when I die. I've been baptized in his blood. I'm a child of the king. All my sins are forgiven. I'm now justified. I've been sanctified. I've been glorified. I'm a son of God. Well, that's where the car, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, praise the Lord for that. <laughs> hey, I'm only going to heaven someday forever. Somebody, somebody, somebody ought to get happy about that. Jesus still speaks healing language. Hallelujah for that. Woo, praise God for that. Not bad for a fat boy, amen, praise the Lord. He spoke heart language. He spoke helpful language. He spoke healing language. I love number four, watch this. He spoke hopeful language. Hopeful language. I like this one. Look at John chapter 8 with me real quickly. John chapter 8. Praise the Lord. John chapter 8 is a very famous story. I want to take a quick moment to read this. It says in verse number 1, Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught him. Watch this. And the scribes and Pharisees taught, uh, brought unto him a woman. Look at this taken in adultery and when they had set her in the midst they say unto him master this woman was taken in adultery what are the next few words look at this now in the very act I got a question if she was caught in the very act where's the man isn't that interesting the Bible goes on and says this now Moses in the law commanded us there it is mental language that such should be stoned but what sayest Thou, Uh-oh. Jesus is about to teach him heart language. Watch what the Bible says. The Bible says, and they, this they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. For those of you who weren't in Sunday school, I was a big-time football player, won some state championships. I was recruited by big-time schools, all-star, all-state, all, all those accolades back in the day. I believe when Jesus was riding in the ground by the tree, he was riding football plays. He's like, now, Peter, you're going to go do a five and out. John, you're going to go do a 10 drag. I'm going to hit you in the middle. We're going to score a touchdown and beat these Pharisees. Amen. But that's what I'm thinking, okay? But the Bible says, just kidding, in case you thought I was serious, I don't think he was doing that, okay? I just want to make sure you knew that, okay? Verse number seven, they continued asking him. He lifted up himself and said unto them, he that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again, he stooped down and rolled on the ground. And they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing there said, watch this, I'm almost through, look at verse number 10. And Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman. He said unto her, woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? And I love what the woman says, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. By the way, a lot of this liberal crowd wants us to see, he didn't condemn her, but he also said, go and sin no more. That's a balance there. But he gave her hope. You see, when they brought her to Jesus, she was condemned by the law. You know what? When they brought me to Jesus, I was condemned by the law. But thank God he gave me hope. 
Listen, if you're struggling today, Jesus still gives hopeful language. I said, Jesus still gives hopeful language. You can make it. You said, I've fallen. Hey, get back up. I'm struggling. Hey, you can get back up. There's still hope for you. If there's a pulse, then bless God. He still has a plan for your life. You said, but I've failed him so many times. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his forgiveness. Get back up again. Look at that devil and say, you have lost. I'm on the winning side. I'm going to heaven someday. I've been washed in the blood. He's my king. I get to live for God. Hey, 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 there is hope. Because Jesus spoke hopeful, hopeful language. Find number five and I'm done. He spoke heavenly language. He spoke heavenly language. Number one, heart language. Number two, helpful. Number three, healing. Number four, hopeful. Number five, heavenly language. Listen, listen, listen. I understand we have to live on this world. But we live too much for the now and now. We forget to live for the then and then. The by and by is coming, amen. And, I, and I'm for, we, we got to have jobs. We got to support our family. I understand all that stuff. But listen, if you're saved today, as you study the Gospels, You'll see that Jesus, God the Father, the blessed Holy Spirit of God, they were more concerned about the souls of man and the spiritual of man. Why? Because our lives on earth are so short and so fragile and so weak, but there's an eternity, and God wants everybody to go to heaven someday. If you've not been saved today, we'll invite you in a little while to come know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. I thank God I'm going to heaven someday. My daddy's 78 years old. My mama's 67 years old. They both are deaf. They've never heard a voice of a man. But one day they're going to hear the voice of Jesus. You know why? Because they got saved. They didn't hear the voice of Jesus with their ears, but they heard it through the heart language. He spoke to their heart when I was a little boy and my mom and dad got saved. And thank God they teach Sunday school in my church and they serve God. Hey, can I tell you something? Jesus still speaks heavenly language. He talks about a heavenly place. He talks about eternity he talks about everlasting life <laughs> again john 3 16 he's going to give us everlasting life john 3 15 eternal life can i say today that bless god he's thinking about the other side when he died on that cross when he shed his blood like the special just talked about he was telling you i'm preparing a mansion for you there's a place in heaven for you i love you i care about you you're special to me i love you and bless god Heavenly language is real. It's time to preach heaven. It's time to talk about heaven. It's time to live like we're going to heaven. Thank God. That's worth another call. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Woo. Hey, thank God. Thank God. Thank God for heaven. Hallelujah. Thank God for heaven. And Jesus spoke heavenly language. Well, I want to thank God today that he spoke heart language. He spoke heart language. He spoke helpful language. He spoke healing language. He spoke hopeful language. And thank God he spoke heavenly language. Had your bad eyes are closed. Thank you for listening so well. <coughs> oh, excuse me. With your heads bowed and eyes closed today. Brother Treber asked me to start the invitation. I'll turn it over to him as soon as possible. But I want to ask you today if you know for sure you're going to heaven someday when you die. Maybe you're a visitor that just came off the street or from a neighborhood here and just came in today and checked the church out. You never heard preaching like that. I know how you feel. I've been there. I remember the first time I heard preaching like this. I thought, where have these people been? What planet did they come from? I'll tell you what planet. A heavenly planet. We're going there someday. 
Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.